0: Hello, you're listening to a Doc Talk podcast short with Dr. Neil Galletly and me, James Pikeaway. You, you threw something else up when we were talking about, hey, what are we going to talk about? And H. pylori, did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you pronounce that pretty I, good. I was reading about this, uh, and you know, a type of bacteria that infects the stomach and more. And I, I, I went, have, have I heard of this? and i thought okay i think I, I think i have heard people talk about this but it's not something people talk about a whole bunch and when i started reading what some of the common causes of things are and how you know h pylori can be associated with it i kind of went wow this you know a light went on and said why are, why don't why don't we talk more about this stuff you want to walk us through what, what I'm talking about here? Yeah, sure. L- listen, James, come and hang out in
1: gastroenterology because <laughs> we, we talk <laughs> about this stuff all the time. Alrighty. So uh, yeah, so H. pylori or Helicobacter pylori is um is a bug. It's an infection. It's a bacteria that it's a little bit unusual in so much. It likes an acidic environment, so it's really really happy in the stomach because your stomach produces acid it's an acidic environment that most bugs don't like it there but h pylori it's evolved to love an acidic environment so this is a bug that it's a, and it's a really really common bug it's estimated that about 50% so about half the world's population have this infection so it's really really common it's way more common than i think a lot of people realize and it's a bug that once it gets inside your stomach, it will, in fact, it will live in the lining of your stomach. So it's, uh, it's a bug that we pick, typically will pick up as children I think the reasons for this are, you know, our hand hygiene isn't great when we're kids. We stick our fingers in our mouths a lot when we're kids. Our immune system isn't so well developed uh, as when we're kids. So most people with this infection will have picked it up as uh, um, as a child. And this bug will typically live in the lining of the stomach for many, 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 many years um, and so you know, if you have it discovered in your 40s or your 50s, people always look shocked when I tell them, actually it's uh. probably
0: been there you know ever
1: since you were five or six.
0: And is it just it, it, is it something that lives and is dormant in, in a sense? So it's pretty
1: slow growing, and everyone who has this in the stomach will have gastritis, by which I mean they will have a degree of inflammation in the stomach lining. but it doesn't necessarily cause symptoms. So even though there's a bit of inflammation there, it may not be very severe and it may not cause a lot of symptoms. So most people with this infection, probably at least 80% of people with this infection won't know about it because they're not feeling anything, it's not causing
0: any symptoms. How how do we know if we've got the swelling of the stomach gland gastritis. How do we, what are some, because again, there's very early to very extreme. Uh, how does someone know if they're going down that path? So if it's not causing any symptoms,
1: Here you don't <laughs> unless you, you know, come along and, uh, and get tested for it. And so we can talk a little bit about that in a second. Um, but sometimes it can start causing symptoms. It can ca- start causing a bit of um, discomfort in the top of the um, uh, abdomen, after we eat, or a bit of burning, or sometimes a bit of nausea, also sometimes a bit of gassiness, a bit of burping, and so on. It it can often cause pretty vague symptoms, if it's going to cause symptoms. It could, again, be
0: something else. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: But, you know, people come to me with these sort of symptoms. One of the first tests that I'll do is checking for H. pylori, because A, it's common, and B, it's treatable. So, if you treat it, you get rid of the infection, you get rid of the gastritis, and if that sorts the symptoms out, well, that's absolutely great. Um, but you know, one thing I do wanna say when we're talking about H. pylori, I have said that you know it's really common, that most people don't get much in the way of symptoms from it, but it's not an infection that you want. And the reason for this is, well, this long-term inflammation in the stomach lining going on year after year after year, it can cause a couple of problems. First of all, it can greatly increase your risk of getting ulcers in the stomach. So it greatly increases the risk of stomach ulcers. It can also, you know, this low-grade inflammation year after year after year, it can start damaging the cells in the lining of the stomach. And once these cells start getting damaged, they can start changing, and you can start getting precancerous or even cancerous changes. So H. pylori infection is a recognized risk factor for stomach cancer. Now, it's a common bug. The vast majority of people with H. pylori, of course, won't get stomach cancer. But a lot of people with stomach cancer, you'll find out, had H. pylori.
0: All right. How how do you test for it? Is it just a common blood test? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So
1: Okay, so you can do a blood test for checking for H. pylori, but it's not the best way of checking for it. And probably one of the reasons why it's not the best test is it won't tell you if you have an active infection. It won't tell you if you still have H. pylori infection. The blood test will tell you if your body has ever been exposed to H. pylori, but it won't tell you if it's still there or not. So, most gastroenterologists would prefer to do tests of what we would call active infection, i.e. checks if the H. pylori is still there. And there's a couple of pretty simple things we can do. We can either do a poop test, so you can check for uh, antigens, for little proteins that the uh, bug sheds in the stool. So, that's a really good way of doing it. Alternatively, you can check for it on a breath test and that's a really easy breath test, a really easy thing to do. You come along to the clinic, you drink a slightly bitter liquid and then a few minutes later you blow out into a balloon. And basically what they're testing for in the contents of the expired breath um, will tell us if you've got this H. pylori in your stomach or not.
0: And when you're anecdotally, when you're doing this, are you, you said that 50% of people could have at some point had H. pylori. Is this something that you're finding pretty commonly?
1: Yeah, we're finding it pretty commonly. I mean, remember, James, the people who come and see me in clinic are people who have tummy issues. (laughs) So, you know, it's a somewhat self selected (laughs) population, but.